Ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to GameSpot After Dark, episode 125. That's right, it's time for the After Dark Awards, the annual awards where we give awards to things that deserve awards. What are these things that deserve awards? Anything, everything. We've come up with some categories. Are these good categories? Who knows? Are they bad categories? Probably. But we're going to find what the appropriate (laughs) games are and give them awards. Joining me is, once again, Jean-Luc Saipke. I came up with all of these uh, categories and the mm-hmm. nominees, so you can blame me for everything you're about to hear. Oh, it's beautiful stuff. We also have Jordan Ramey. Why is there not a category for biggest disappointment so I can say no Silk Song release date? Yeah. Uh, you know what? You are free to add that category in as we go. <laughs> we'll just do it now as we go. Yeah, this is uh, a fluid game, award biggest, system. Biggest disappointment award goes to <laughs> Hollow Knight Silk Song somehow. Um, and that <laughs> final, finally, um, we have the one and only Ben Janker back. Hello. It's me. Doing, they brought me back again. I'm, you're, I'm alive. I'm doing it. You're living. You're always here for the game of the years. So. It's true. Uh, somehow, we, I, I realized that while we were setting up. I don't know how or why, but uh, I always get pulled in to do these, and they're always a good time, and I'm very excited. Lucy is currently unavailable because she, like this is the shittest excuse I've ever heard. It sounds so fake. She's she said her mouth is numb, which sounds like nonsense. Like I don't know what she's on about. Just say you don't want to do a podcast instead of coming up with some elaborate excuse like oh I went to the dentist and they used the numbing thing in my mouth and now I can't speak. You're only saying this because you know Lucy's not actually going to be yeah, listening she, to this episode. Yeah, she 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 doesn't she doesn't listen to episodes she's not on, um, which is fair, which is fair. Uh, but yeah, let's get into it. The first award is the best character award. We have Jean-Luc. Can you please read? And coming up to read the nominees for this award, we have <laughs> the one and only Jean-Luc Saipke. Jean-Luc, take it away. We have Sam from Psychonauts 2. Queen from Deltarune Chapter 2. Mm. Lady Demetrescu from Resident Evil Village. Heisenberg from Resident Evil Village, hmm. Galerius from The Forgotten City, Chicory <laughs> from Chicory, and uh, Jin, uh, oh man, hope I can say it right, uh, Jin Kuwana, yes, that is how you say that, mm-hmm, I'll mm-hmm. start over, <clears throat> Jin Kuwana from Lost Judgment. Thank you, thank you. Uh, we didn't actually come up with how we're going to decide these. No, <laughs> not at all. Yeah, yeah, right? I'm yeah. the one who put in all the nominees, so this is all entirely based on games okay. I have played. Here uh, we go. Here we go. Uh, what we're going to do is everyone pick one, and then okay. when I get when I say three, just say it. Say which okay. one you want it to be. Okay, okay. ready? It, let's just lean into the chaos. Okay, on three, say the one you want to win. Mm-hmm. One, two, three. Queen. Galerius. Sweet. Uh, g- <laughs> Damn, I almost said Lady D. We could have gotten one. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, how how about this then? Since we all pick different things, why don't we Mm -hmm. at least give an explanation for why we think that character is the best character? Yes, that that was was what I was going to say. So, uh, Jean-Luc, you picked, yes, Queen. 
Queen. I, I picked Queen. That was my impression Del- of from- Vamp from Metal Gear Solid 2. <laughs> ben, that was just I appreciate for you. it. I felt it. I felt it. <laughs> Did he ever say that? In- yeah, he calls Fortune Queen. Yas oh Queen. God. He's the first one yeah. to ever use Yas Queen. Kojima Whoa. came up with Yas Queen. Oh my Let's God. Go. <laughs> and the award for Yas Queen goes to Kojima. <laughs> Uh, no, I pick I pick Queen from Deltarune Chapter Two because uh, it is, um, I think the most shit posty ass character I have ever seen in a video game, but in a <laughs> in a way that is like very genuine. Uh, there, she she's so she's the antagonist of Deltarune Chapter Two, and um, I think just Toby Fox knows how to write excellent villains and. Uh, compared to other games where like the villain kind of like constantly like harasses you and is trying to um thwart you queen is doing that but also kind of doesn't give a shit whether you actually succeed or not and halfway through just decides actually i'm gonna be friends with you and tries to pull your character into a double cross slash triple cross um i think her character is just like i said extremely extremely well written um toby fox understands that that gen z level humor um Mm. I think Queen is extremely well written and and very definitely the most memorable character uh, I've seen in a game this year. <laughs> nice, Ben. Who's your pick and why? Oh, I went with Lady D because I've never seen a character who's like she's only in the game for like like a fourth of it, but she drove the entire marketing campaign for that game all by herself. Uh, but she's also very tall and has long pointy fingers and a big hat. Mm-hmm. I'm a fan of all of those things. Uh, and mm-hmm. uh, I think Lady D is pretty cool. That's kind of uh, it. Do you want to do you want to add anything to that, Jordan? Is that who you picked? I, I I would say I had originally gone with Chicory from Chicory: A Colorful Tale, but the more that I thought about it, beyond the like three and a half seconds we had to decide before you said <laughs> one, two, three, I am now leaning towards uh, Lady D just because I'm like. I can't think of another character who took over the gaming sphere this year in any, like, close way Mm. to Mm. Lady D. Like, she was just everywhere. Marketing materials, memes, like, um, she kind of just defined what gaming was about for a couple of months. Sometimes in not a great way, but, like, of all the characters that I can like recall from like 2021 like she's probably the only one that consistently comes to mind whenever i think Mm. of the year as a whole so my pick is the quintessential good boy galerius from the forgotten city he's just a very good boy salve friend like you see him and he's immediately just nice to you he's like hey man how you doing and then over time, you're like, listen, I ain't got time to speak to you. Here's some shit I need you to do. Go and do it. And he's like, I don't really know why you want me to do this. You seem kind of weird, but you seem all right. I'll go and do this. And then by the end of the game, Galerius has made everyone's life better. He's made it easier for you to get through the game because he does all the tasks that you you don't want to do anymore. And he is the linchpin to that story. Without him, the Forgotten City doesn't work. He's fresh-faced. He's just very nice. He's got no he's got no bad words about anyone. He's not trying to stab you and step on you like Lady D is. He's getting up to no good. Just a nice nice lad that every time you see him, he's like, "Hey man, how you doing?" I think he's 
the goodest boy of the year and the best character of the year. If there was any justice in the world, there would be the internet would be replete with uh, Galerius good boy memes. I do agree with um, that. He's probably the goodest of all the all the boys. All I'm like, saying is here, here on After Dark, we need to make a decision between rewarding the good boys and playing to the <laughs> lowest common denominator and picking the character that we're all incredibly horny for and is want to see step on people and is very evil and honestly i think it should be lady d <laughs> I, I i actually yes i'd yes. like to submit a, a late edition actually now that i think about it because we can have no. both people who are horny and also people who uh like a good character i'm talking about emmett selk the greatest final fantasy villain of all time <laughs> wow wow okay. Okay, yes, uh, I'm, I'm I have okay. no idea who that I'm, is, Ben. I have no thing. idea who that no is. No one else does because they haven't played Final Fantasy XIV out here. But uh, you know, he's uh, <laughs> okay. Okay, he's let's, hot let's, as let's hell. Mm-hmm. He's is he no, a good boy? Sorry. Oh, he's half and half. You nah, pause a little enough. bit. That's good enough. <laughs> do, we don't we don't do we yeah. don't do fence sitters over here. You got to be all oh. the way good, or you got to be all the way evil. And we are this podcast is aligned with evil. So the award for best character goes to. <laughs> Lady Dimitrescu. Congratulations, Woo! Lady D. Uh, I like it. Hey. I'm into it. Have you golf s- clap? Yeah, <laughs> love it. Um, Maggie Robson wins yet another coveted award. Good luck. Good shit. Best ensemble cast. Introducing uh, the the nominees for this. We have special guest Jordan Romay. Hey. So. Uh, set up for best ensemble cast, we have Resident Evil Village, Psychonauts mm. 2, The Great Ace Attorney Chronicles, which kind of feels like a cheap shot because that's multiple games, The Forgotten City, Life is Strange True Colors, Persona 5 Strikers, and Final Fantasy XIV Endwalker. Somehow, no Mass Effect, but that's fine. Best ensemble I'm, I'm, cast, I'm those adding, are the nominees. I'm adding Mass Effect. <laughs> Just added in, I, yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have added Mass Effect. <laughs> uh, to to clarify, Great Ace Attorney Chronicles, because you're you're calling it out. Uh, I will say one: uh, the core cast remains the same throughout both games. Uh, and mm. two, while it is two separate games, when you play those games, they very much feel like one massive game that they just broke into two games. Like uh, mm-hmm. just just structurally, it feels like one story that just happens to be two games because they couldn't fit it all into one game. I mean, you don't have to defend it if we're adding Mass Effect Legendary Edition. That's three games. Yeah, yeah that's three so. games. That's, that's, that seems almost too unfair. We include three games. Um, okay, so on three, everyone say their pick. Ready? Yeah. Yeah. One, two, three. Psychonauts. Mass Effect. Final Fantasy fourteen. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's hear it. Jean-Luc. Uh, for me, it was Psychonauts 2 because I think as great as every character is in Psychonauts 2 and it's fantastic, I think that game really works in the way all the characters play off of each other. It's not just Raz, it's Raz and his family and the way his family interacts with each other. It's not just, you know, uh, one of the Psychic Six. It is all six of those characters and the way they play off of each other. I think that game is such a prime example of... of uh, how like a uh, the whole is greater than the sum of its parts in terms of those characters like the the way everyone just plays off of each other i think is is really really fantastic so to me like i think as a core cast um that game feels probably one of the strongest this year 
Love to hear it. Ben? So, uh, Final Fantasy XIV actually has a a really, really solid, like, party for the player to, to experience and it's not just in this expansion. It's it's they've carried through since 1.0. They've existed in 1.0 into a Realm Reborn, into Heavensward, Stormblood, all the way through. And they've been with you through the whole thing. And you get to see them grow and change. Uh, one of my my favorites to see uh, is is Thancred, who starts out as like a, a womanizing bard type, who who runs around with knives and pokes things and and does all sorts of subterfuge. And eventually he he gets thrown into the situation where he has to sort of become a parent for a, a, a child that needs to be taken care of. And he ends up learning a whole lot about himself and becomes better. Uh, he ends up becoming a tank. Tanks take care of people. It, it all makes sense. Uh, but it's interesting to see even how once he, he does that, that switch into a different job, he still retains a lot of his sneaky stuff. But all of those characters go through changes like that. And they're with they've they've been with us for over ten years, and I think that's pretty wild and impressive. They've managed to make them that interesting for that long, and to make you care about them uh, all the way up to the end of the storyline, where mm. I definitely didn't cry for three hours straight during a whole zone. That is because that was very dehydrating. Oh my god, I was so dry. <laughs> Just so let dry me tell you the entire thing. about a little lad named Thane. Krios. We're not talking okay. about best character. We're talking about best let ensemble me tell you cast. A little lad. Hey, yeah, give me. Let me finish. Let me tell you <laughs> about a lad called Erdnot Rex. Okay. <laughs> let me tell you about a robot lad named Legion. Let me tell you about. None of these characters have significant scenes together, by the way. Like, none of these three that you've mentioned. <laughs> Listen, listen, listen. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. It's cool. Uh, I'm going with Mass Effect because I have to go with Mass Effect. That is my favorite crew of characters ever. Like, uh, just the best. The nicest bunch. Everyone's awful and everyone's great and everyone's everything in between. And I love them dearly and they are the best. Um, but I, I appreciate that they, these are characters that they ha- they've had their moment in the spotlight before. So I'm willing to concede if need be. Uh, Jordan, how do you feel? No concession. Citadel DLC is still the best ensemble cast story to date, and it hasn't been True. beaten. That's facts. <laughs> I'm back on board. Let's go. <laughs> Have you heard about Final Fantasy XIV and it's not free trial? Okay. <laughs> no. Tell me about this. Can I hear more about this, please, Ben? The not free trial? Oh, if you want to right now, you can't play the game for free, including the game uh, in its, its first expansion, Heaven Sword, up to level 60. It is not accessible. Okay, uh, I think based on the merit of that, we're going to give this Best Ensemble Cast Award to Final Fantasy XIV. Uh, because you I can't like play it? Yes, yes, congratulations. <laughs> because Wonderful. the ensemble is so All big right, that no one the else can join in. so powerful that no one else can get involved with it. Well done. I love it. Congrats- this is perfect. Congratulations, Ben. <laughs> thank, thank you. I appreciate this. I, I love it. I love it. Introducing the next award for Best Start, we have surprise guest, Ben Janker. Oh, I get to do Best Dog, too? The hits just keep yeah. coming. <laughs> All right, so the nominees for Best Dog are Pelamute from Monster Hunter Rise, Chorizo from Far Cry 6, Rampo from Lost Judgment, or Portillo from Toem. Portillo, yeah. Um, yeah. I think we, yeah, 
I, I I would like to. Okay, on I only know say, one of these dogs. I was gonna say, should <laughs> say, I, I? I could briefly explain which each one is, uh, just so people know. No, 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 no. Let's not do that. Oh. Let's not do that. Let's <laughs> okay. Let's, let's, let's just let's going just blind. Pick, let's just pick one. Let's pick one. No, there is okay, a dog okay, in right. Final Fantasy fourteen, but I won't do it. Let's let's pick. Let, on three, say the one you want. One, okay. two, three. Ranpo. Ranpo. Oh no. Oh no! Did we actually? Oh, there no. are four choices. Did we do, all pick? Do we, four do we all pick them completely? <laughs> excellent, excellent. Now we have to explain okay. it, I guess. All right. Yeah. Well, now that's why I wanted to do this because I knew that we'd all pick different dog. <laughs> You're a monster, so, yeah. <laughs> Ben. You can go first. Uh, all right. So Palamutes in Monster Hunter. Uh, we've always had our, our our cool little cat friends that would come along and help us fight and gather things for us. Palamutes were a, a new exciting thing because they they, they kind of do all that stuff. They have their own tools and all that. But now they can they can get more involved in in what you can do. You can launch yourself off of them. Uh, you can you can run around and get around the stage faster on them, uh, which is a cool kind of uh, expanded version of the tail riding safari that they put in World. But you get to customize them. You get armor for them. They become more than just like a a, a vehicle for gathering things and helping you in combat. You you care about them. You 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 build them mm-hmm. up just like you build your character up, and I think that's what really helps tie them to uh, your character and everything else that you're doing in Monster Hunter Rise. Mm. And I really enjoyed them as an addition, and I hope that they return in future editions. Thank you, Jean Luc. So uh, Ranpo from uh, Lost Judgment is a Shina Ibu who is raised from birth to solve mysteries. <laughs> they are named, in fact, after a uh, famous Japanese author who is responsible for um, kind of like creating and flourishing the the mystery genre in Japan. And uh, they they have since birth honed their their nose, their senses to detect trouble and solve crimes. And they have waited for the perfect moment when Yagami finally shows up in Yokohama and they appear outside of Yagami's detective agency and says, I am here. I am here to solve some crimes with you. I have chosen you as my partner. And then whenever you want, you could just pull up your phone and you can summon Ronpo. And you said, Ronpo, we're going to we're going to patrol the street and we're going to find some crimes to solve. He is the best detective dog uh, and he's a loyal companion. Nice. Jordan? I don't know, man. I said Chorizo <laughs> because I know who he is, but like I even got to the part in Far Cry 6 where it's like, here's what you have to do to unlock him, and Ubisoft got a Ubisoft. It's like, go collect something. I'm like, fuck okay. this noise. So I haven't <laughs> even that- like seen what he looks <laughs> in like that in the case, game. <laughs> in that case, let me, make him, let me make a pitch to you to get you on my side and to the others. Portillo is, in fact, a real dog. You I know should, he's a real for dog. Those, for those who do not know this, that are listening, Portillo is a dog owned by one Greg Miller and Jean-Vierre Saint-Ange Miller. Previously featured on the After Dark podcast. Previously <laughs> featured on the After Dark podcast. <laughs> Portillo, as uh, Lucy James, um, lived with Portillo. Portillo is the only dog on this list to have pissed on Lucy James's foot. <laughs> Dang. Okay. That's a compelling argument. And for that reason, I think it is absolutely imperative that we recognize and award this dog's contribution to the world, which is pissing on Lucy James' foot and, while she's not around, pissing in her room. 
and also stealing much food off of her. So I, I, I that's my case. Do you accept my my plea? See, I'm I'm gonna I'm, I'm, I'm gonna shift. I'm gonna shift okay, to Portillo. Right. I mean, yeah. he's he's also very cute in Tome as well. So yes, yes. Congratulations to Portillo for winning the Gamespot After Dark Award for Best Dog of 2021. Good job. Keep on pissing, buddy. Uh. The next game is the next uh, category is the best detective mystery game. For this, we have special guest reading the nominees, Ben Janker. Oh, and I get to do detective games? Oh, this, I love it. Uh, best detective mystery game. We have Lost Judgment, The Great mm. Ace Attorney Chronicles, and Hitman 3. On three, say your pick. One, fuck, two, fuck, three. Greatest Hitman, 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 Hitman three. Oh no! <laughs> I'm, I'm mean, gonna flip judgment. my vote to Hitman three. I'm gonna flip my vote yeah. to Hitman three. I just wanted to introduce a bit of chaos by going for the other one. Um, but yeah, I, I think Hitman three is the right pick. Here. Ben, you're out, out, outweighed and outvoted. Hey, that's um, fair. You know, sometimes unless you can make a very compelling case for uh, Lost Judgment right now, uh, Uh, no. That's the sad sad thing. uh, As much as I would like Uh, to, the the prequel is really good. Uh, The first one. People play that. I would like just to add, like, if they had been on this list as nominees, I probably would have shifted my vote from Hitman 3 to either The Forgotten City or Deathloop, because both oh, of those are oh, those <laughs> mystery-driven games, like, about, and you're solving a mystery, even though they're not, like, truly detective games, but, like, I, I both would, Colt and the main I character put, Forgotten City the Forgotten are City detectives. The Forgotten like, <laughs> City is, is a detective mystery game. That's a great point. Um, yeah, I that's would a still- great point personally pick hitman 3 and my argument is that not only does hitman 3 let you be a detective and solve the mystery you then get to pick what the actual outcome of that (coughs) mystery is and most mystery games you solve the mystery and then you're like i'm done this you can like you can blame somebody else or you can pretend Mm. that you didn't solve it so that somebody dies like you are given an insane amount of freedom and how the actual mystery wraps up it's an accurate Jean-Luc? representation about how cops and detectives are corrupt individuals who can mm-hmm. frame innocent people to get what they want. All very <laughs> I think I think we have a clear winner. It's so, the dog and Rock Congratulations, Twitch, right? Congratulations to best detective mystery game, The Forgotten Sea. That's, <laughs> no, that's not Dog and Rock at all. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It's, it's him and free. It's him and free. Uh, best time loop game. To introduce this award, we have special guest, Ben Janker. Oh, man, it, it, it just keeps <laughs> happening. I love it. All right, let's go. It's a loop. Uh, it's a loop. <laughs> it's a loop. The nominees for best time loop game are Deathloop, The Forgotten City, Returnal, Loop Hero. You don't have to say the last one. You don't have minutes? to. You yeah. really don't. We're just gonna. We're just going to cut that. Okay. Goodbye, twelve minutes. Yeah, just get, um, do a live. live I, I, I would like. Technically, to... it was good. It was good to have it on there because there are people that like it as evidence of by our review of it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, 
But yeah, John, look, say your piece. Oh, I was just going to say, I think, um, I'm not going to say a piece about 12 minutes, like absolutely not. But oh, okay. uh, what I was going to say is, is uh, <laughs> I think this category is specifically less about um, the overall quality of the game and more about the specific use of a time loop in the, the loop, game. Yeah. So the loop will- is, is the important part. I will also say in this category, best time loop, there are two games with the word loop in the name. So, you know, I'm just saying mm. that's a good use mm. of the good use of loop there. Mm. Um, Is it? Yeah. Um, I, I On three, say your vote. One, two, three. The Forgotten, the Forgotten City. City. Ooh. Ooh, Did we all I say it? That. I didn't hear what Tam, Tam said. Didn't. <laughs> I said I said Death Loop, but I'm yeah. willing to swap over to the Forgotten City. I think the the Forgotten City for me at least it's the the game with the time loop that had the least frustrating elements to its time loop. Um, I think there are things you can look at with even even Death Loop. I think like it's like oh okay like I kind of botched that run or you know messed up and and you kind of have to like reset everything and, and it does a good job i think allowing you to do that but for me the forgotten city i think was so perfectly executed where i never felt frustrated being in a time loop i'm, I'm all for giving the award to the forgotten city it is hey. it is a fantastic game ben any dissent uh no i'm i'm into it forgotten city congratulations to the forgotten city for winning the best time loop game award at the after darks um i'm sorry i'm laughing at what ben's typing yeah (laughs) you can just go ahead and add that to every category if you want you know what yeah why not i'll just uh the next category is best music uh, the awards nominations for best music will be read out by our very own Ben Janker. Oh, here we go. <clears throat> the nominees for best music are Chicory, A Colorful Tale, Final Fantasy VII Remake Integrate, Persona 5 Strikers, Deltarune Chapter 2, Lost Judgment, Returnal, Inscription. Final Fantasy fourteen Endwalker, baby, let's go! <laughs> Are there any other last-minute additions that would like to be added? I feel like this is a potentially uh, category that people have thoughts on. I don't know. Uh, Guilty Gear Strive, maybe. I, I mean... Say, ooh, Smell of the Game is real. Ooh. The only yeah, other one I could think great, of would be uh, Guardians well. of the Galaxy, but... Oh, yeah. That's true. But I'm not actually going to vote for it. The thing I'm going to vote for is already here. <laughs> fair <laughs> enough. Right, fair let's, enough. Let's, let's hear it, Jordan. It, it's it's got to be chicory. Like, Lena Rain does not miss. They don't. <laughs> I mean, that's a solid case. That's a solid case. I mean, Lena Rain wrote, composed the music for Celeste, an entire game about climbing a mountain, and wrote a soundtrack that had different elements of climbing a mountain and capture that feeling. And then in Chicory, where there is a level where you have to climb a mountain, they somehow came up with another new song that perfectly (laughs) captured the sensation of climbing a mountain. And I would like to just put respect on their name Mm. for managing to accomplish that <laughs> who, who who among you on this podcast can make a case for another game stronger than that let's hear it look climbing ben? mountain music is all well and good but <laughs> mm-hmm. you know who else doesn't miss it's soaking uh yep, the man who does point. the music 
for Final Fantasy fourteen. And uh this time around just soaking in these beats. Soaking in the beats uh all the time. Uh they found a way to to make a whole new theme and a motif and so many different versions of it to match all the different moods. And there's a really, really big moment at the end of Endwalker that I'm not going to spoil it. They do something really, really clever and smart with with music uh for the whole zone. And it's the whole reason I was crying for like two and a half hours. But uh, finding and, and making music that is good just to listen to on its own, but then also finding a new interesting way to make it take up a whole a whole zone and make it like a huge driving factor to like everything that's happening thematically with the story, the characters, everything that's been happening in that whole game for 10 years, all put into like one area and to make you feel mm. the weight of that through that that manipulation of the music is something so wild and, and crazy. And I, I really hope that eventually the game works again. So people actually get to experience it. But mm. uh, it's, it's one of the things I think that'll probably stick with me forever. I love it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll listen to those songs. Uh, I still listen to music from, from expansions long ago. Uh, they're all the same here. They're all fantastic and all time bangers. Wait, did you say all the music is the same? Wow. <laughs> um, Jean-Luc. Yeah. Uh, for me, it's Chicory. Uh, so I won't say any more because Jordan, I think, already expressed it. But I do want to give a quick shout out to uh, Final Fantasy VII Integrade uh, just because I think Yuffie's battle theme slaps uh, Persona 5 Strikers because Daredevil is an absolute banger. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, Delta in Chapter 2 because Phantom's theme is the most insane. Uh, you feel like you're losing your goddamn mind listening to that track. Mm. Well, friends, in quite the upset, it seems the winner of this Best Music Award is Final Fantasy Endwalker. What? What? Unbelievable. I can't Uh, believe this. The next category is Best Music for Climbing a Mountain. (laughs) (laughs) And let's uh, have Ben Janker read the uh, nominees for that. Uh, please. The nominees for Best Music for Climbing a Mountain are Chicory, A Colorful Tale. And the winner is Chicory, A Colorful Tale. Hey. hey. Congratulations. <laughs> You'll love to see You'll it. You'll love to see it. Fantastic <laughs> work. It's wonderful. It's wonderful. Uh, next category is Best... I thought I said Chili Game. <laughs> Get a little chilly in Ooh, here. I would like that. <laughs> Best chill game. And to read the nominees for this, we have the one, the only, you know him, you love him. It is Ben Janka. Oh, I'm so excited for this one. Here we go. All right. The nominees for best chill game are Chicory, A Colorful Tale, Unpacking, Toem, Forza Horizon 5, uh, we could probably take Zoe off of here. It's actually not very chill. Yeah, this I was about is, to say, it's, it's decidedly unchill RPG. right now. <laughs> I, I, I spent I too much time crying in that game for it to be chill. Yeah. So we could, we yeah. could I mean, you, you get a lot of time to chill while you're waiting to load in. So, you know. There you this go. It's just in uh, least chill game category. <laughs> the winner is a Final Fantasy looking hey, baby. Hey. We've done it. <laughs> uh, on three, say who you're voting for for the best chilly game. Um, <laughs> the best game to eat chili with <laughs> chili too oh. <laughs> and relax too one two 
three. Forza, Forza, Horizon, Forza Horizon, Horizon 5. five. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think you're right, though. I think you're right. Forza Horizon 5 is the, is the pick for it. Like, it is a fantastic game. Um, I don't think we need to argue this one. It's got cars. They go it's vroom. Got cars. And that it's game doesn't good. give a shit yeah. how you perform. They go vroom, vroom. It mm. just says, hey, you did great. Here's some Forza bucks. <laughs> it's, it's wonderful. <laughs> Spin the wheel again. Have a good time. Yeah. Uh, the next, uh, congratulations to Forza Horizon 5 for that win. Um, awards in the mail. Uh, next category is the cutest art direction. Um, and to read out the nominees, we have Jen Banker. It's about time. I've been waiting for this one. Uh, here, here we go. Uh, the nominees for cutest art direction are... Garden Story, Chicory, A Colorful Tale, Toem, Siv? Question mark. He's, he's done it again. Is he's it just not it cute? Is that the... cute? Get it out of here. There's cute, there's cute shit all up in Ziv, but it's, it's, the art direction isn't cute. No. Yes. I'm just going to remove that. Uh, yeah. There we go. I say with all y'all on Twitter thirsting after your characters in uh, oh, Civ, it's like it's probably like sexiest art direction. <laughs> oh, here we go! Sexiest art direction oh award. Uh, the nominees are Ziv. The winner is Ziv. Congratulations to Ziv. Locked it in. Oh Let's man, go. Lady D got robbed. Uh, <laughs> uh, for curious art direction on three, one, two. Three. Toem. Wow. Fuck you and your Toem. To be fair, one. I could have picked any of these. I don't, yeah, they all look they really all look cute. They're all very cute. Yeah. They're all very yeah. cute. Chicory allows you to participate in the art direction and paint mm-hmm. it yourself. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. That is true. Congratulations to Chicory um, for that. Next category. Uh, best gay. Uh, what a category that is. And to read the nominees for Best Gay, we have Ben Janka. All right, I'm ready. Here we go. <clears throat> yep. The nominees for Best Gay are Life is Strange, True Colors, Chicory, A Colorful Tale, The Forgotten City, Psychonauts 2, Final Fantasy XIV Endwalker, uh, Disciples Liberation, <laughs> And Mass Effect Legendary Edition. Okay. On three. This is a tricky one. This is a hard one. Fuck. Hold on. Give me me like five seconds to think. Give me like five seconds. (laughs) On three. One, two, three. Life is strange. Life is strange. True colors. (laughs) John Luke, what did you say? I said chicory. Oh, so we've got uh, Ben. What was yours? I said life is strange. Okay, so we've I got three Life is Strangers versus one Chicory. Do we Steph need to has this powerful, powerful gay energy. Yes, like. there's a, there's a, the, the, the gay energy in, in uh, Life is Strange, True Colors, is off the chain, I think. Um, John, look, how do you feel about it? Do you want to try and argue against? No, uh, I don't think I will, but, but actually... Mm-hmm. I'm, I would maybe actually change my vote to... you just do the to... Captain America? <laughs> I might actually change my vote to Psychonauts 2 because I do think that that uh, 
the 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 gay couple in Psychonauts Two is not only adorable mm. but uh, handled in a in a very like um, it's an older gay couple, and I think that that's there's something to be said about that. You don't really see that that often oh. in video games, so um, I appreciated that a lot about Psychonauts Two. Well, congratulations to joint winners for best gay Psychonauts Two <laughs> and Life is Strange True Colors. Oh, you love to see it. You truly love to see it. Uh, most innovative. Reading out the nominees for the most innovative award is Ben Jenker. Ah, yes. Here we go. All right. <clears throat> the nominees for most innovative are Before Your Eyes, Chicory, A Colorful Tale, Inscription. On three, say your vote. One, two, three. Before, Before your, your eyes. Before your eyes. All right, sweet. All right. There we go. Easy clap. <laughs> Easy. <laughs> Done. Uh, for the next uh, category, which is best remaster, we're going to try something different, and we're going to have Ben Janker read it. Oh. <clears throat> uh, I'm, I'm, Do you I'm have... Never mind. We're about to find out. <laughs> <laughs> best remaster. The nominees uh-huh. are Mass Effect Legendary Edition. Near Replicant version 1.22474487139 dot 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 ellipsis. Is that recurring? Uh, no, it's not recurring. That's just dot dot dot. Okay, cool. Just, it's just continuous, cool. you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Great Ace Attorney Chronicles, The Legend of mm-hmm. Zelda Skyward Sword HD, and Grand Theft Auto Trilogy, The Definitive Edition? <laughs> it's called definitive guys it's in the name i think it, is I think it deserves a spot but I feel i'm like introducing a new character it. which is least definitive <laughs> definitive edition <laughs> the nominees for least definitive definitive edition of the year are grand theft auto trilogy the definitive edition the winner of the least definitive definitive edition is grand theft auto trilogy the definitive edition congratulations to Rockstar. Oh, congrats Congrats, Rockstar. Um, for best <laughs> well earned. Uh, say on three, your votes for best remaster. One, two, three. Mass Near replicant version 1.12247448713939. 1. 1, 1, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Let's hear it, lads. For near? Let's hear you. Yeah, for yeah. near. Why near? Yeah, why you start, Ben? Uh, all right. <clears throat> near is a game that was great for Thank its you, time. Thank you, Ben, for that. That awkward. was a rousing speech. Uh, <laughs> wonderful. <laughs> Thank you for your time. <laughs> now carry on, carry on, carry on. Uh, it, it was a game that had a lot of interesting ideas and definitely needed to be brought up into current time or, or, or redone in some way to make it much more palatable. And they did a good job of improving the combat, which was kind of weird. Uh, but they, they managed to keep the, the great music and the story intact and not only keep all of that together, but add to it and make it something more than it was before. It's it's not just a, a, a remaster of the original Nier. It is like a 1.5 version of Nier. It, it's, it's got important story stuff. And you could tell when that new stuff starts. It's, it's very obvious that it was made after Automata came out. But what it adds is 100% worth it, and it makes the whole package of Nier a wonderful thing that everyone should probably give a go. 
Yeah, everything Ben just said there, just uh, replace the words near with Mass Effect Legendary Edition. Um, ba- basically the same thing. Yeah, And add um, on the fact that uh, the first five hours are actually a little bit exciting. I don't mean to dissuade near too much, but man, the opening of that game is not mm-hmm. at all that interesting. <laughs> so well, killing great... sheep for a bit isn't everyone's yeah. thing. That's okay. I think I by... Have... Go on. I was gonna say I think what sways me to near over Mass Effect because I do agree that um, it greatly improves Mass Effect One is that Mass Effect One even though like it is a better version of Mass Effect One in many ways I think Mass Effect One still kind of got its moment in in the spotlight to shine where uh, near kind of never really did um, and so I think it, it, it's not only is it a better version of the original near it also has given that game a second chance to be rediscovered by. By new people huh i just had a note come in that the category is actually wrong on this one it's <laughs> oh, not no. best remaster it's best remasters so uh congratulations oh, oh. to mass effect legendary edition and near replicant <laughs> well done to both of you yeah yeah uh worst use of nfts uh reading the nominees for this we have Staunch anti-NFT person, Ben Janka. The nominees for worst use of NFTs are everyone. Congratulations to everyone for their awful use of (laughs) NFTs. Thank you very much. Another well-deserved award. The fighting game of the year presented by Tamar Hussain. Presenting the uh, nominees for the fighting game of the year presented by Tamar Hussain is Ben Janka. What? <laughs> perfect, perfect, perfect. <laughs> the nominees for Fighting Game of the Year presented by Tamar Hussein are Guilty Gear Strive, Virtual Fighter 5, Melty Blood, Type Lumina. Uh, on three, say what your vote is. One, two, three. Guilty Gear Strive. Guilty Gear Strive. But also Virtual Fighter has Yakuza characters in it now, so... So the winner of I said Guilty Gear Strive. Okay. I also said Guilty Gear. I also said Guilty Gear. Congratulations, Virtua Fighter, uh, for the joke, but con- it is Guilty congratulations Gear. Congratulations to Virtua Fighter Five for we, fighting game. We get it, Melty Blood. You finally done it. Congratulations to Virtua Fighter Five for having a fighting game with Yakuza in it, and thus making it the game, uh, the fighting game of the episode by Tamar Saint, despite the fact that it wasn't the game that Tamar Saint picked. You hate to see it happen. Um, the next award is the best game released on March 22nd 2019 by From Software reading the award nominees for best game released on March 22nd 2019 by From Software is Ben Janko the nominees for best game released on March 22nd 2019 by From Software are is Sekiro Shadows die twice. I would have given oh, no. anything, Ben, for you to have done a quick Wikipedia search to find out any find other game so- that was released I, on I, it. I did, so and there was can't. nothing. There was nothing, Jordan. There was <laughs> only <laughs> one game that was released on March 22nd, 2019, that's made by impossible. From Software. It There's was a new bunch of indie Steam games, games every day. No, no you're not listening. Of. You're not listening. This game is awarded to the game released on March 22nd, 2019, made by From Software. There oh. is only one nominee. <laughs> and it's the winner, Sekiro Shadows Die Twice. Hey, you love to see it. You love to see it. Yeah. 
the next category is the Suffering from Success Award presented by DJ Khaled. And wouldn't you know it, we actually don't have DJ Khaled. We do have Ben Janker. Ben, what oh, are the nominees thing. for the Suffering from Success Award? The nominees for Suffering from Success are... This is Final Fantasy fourteen. God, please let us all in. <laughs> I, I've, I've got dailies i gotta do i got gear i gotta get open, this is the perfect example the of the monkey paw like one of the fingers curling like for years you <laughs> all have been trying to get more people to play and it has now just and now completely we need to stop. blown up we need you to forget about the trial <laughs> grandpa's gotten too too powerful stop praying for him <laughs> There was a hot minute where Halo Infinite could have been a nominee in this, but they fixed yeah. the service. It's no longer yeah. suffering from success. Mm-hmm. Uh, only Endwalker <laughs> is still ongoing suffering. Congratulations <laughs> to Final Fantasy XIV Endwalker for suffering from success. And the final category for the day, the Lifetime Achievement Award presented by Ben Janker. Please give us the nominees. The nominees for the Lifetime Achievement Award are Skyrim. And the winner is, is Skyrim. Hey! Because yeah. no other game has been re-released across its lifetime as much as Skyrim, <laughs> thus making it the only contender for the Lifetime GTA Achievement GTA 5 is going to try. GTA 5 yes, is going to try. Tam, GTA they did put too. Resident Evil 4 in VR this year. They, they did. did do that. That is a good point. But... Uh, <laughs> Uh, no one second. does it like Skyrim. Close second. It's true. Skyrim, no one does Skyrim, it like Skyrim did. Does yeah. Skyrim was in VR as well. They released a new update for Skyrim that made you pay again for Skyrim content, which is wild shit going on. You know, <laughs> it's true. Uh, that's mad. It's, like that's mad. It. <laughs> <laughs> it's mad. Like at this point, that game has been released enough times that they should just give it to everyone for free. Like, it should be like the calculator app on the Windows operating system. You get, like, when your social you, security card. I mean, now that Skyrim they're or... owned by Microsoft, Microsoft could make that happen. You that know? should happen. Every Windows going forward should come pre-installed with Skyrim instead <laughs> of Pinball. <laughs> you can't get rid of mine, it. Minesweeper. You cannot that would be hilarious it. if you can't uninstall it. <laughs> <laughs> and there you have the After Dark Awards for 2021. Friends, thank you for joining us uh, across this year. It's been a it's been an interesting year, mm-hmm. and we want to thank you for listening to every episode. Did we miss any episodes this year? I don't think so. Well, done I don't to know. Us. Well done. Did to we you, did we pause during play for all? That might have been the only thing that like. No, I think we, we kind of did. I think I we think... did. We did like a live one, didn't we? Oh yeah, Maybe. I think you yeah. all did. Yeah, 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 yeah. something like yeah, that. Yeah, I'm gonna say something. we. I'm gonna say we nailed it. We didn't miss a single episode. We absolutely yeah. nailed it. You love to see it. We crossed time zones. We crossed visa statuses. We mm-hmm. crossed uh, pandemics. We crossed many deadlines and availability. And uh, we we banged out some podcasts. Thank you for listening. If you haven't already, please go to your various podcast services of choice and upvote us. Give us a review, telling everyone that we're the best. And we will see you again next year in the meantime you can find us on twitter i'm at tamor h uh ben where you at oh uh i'm at ben Jenka on twitter.com you can find me posting pictures of my final fantasy 14 character all the time he's a good boy um jean-luc where you at you can find me at jean-luc Seipke, uh on twitter 
We'd love to see it. And Jordan. Uh, you can probably find me on Twitter at JMRamay, but by the time this airs, I will be in the midst of vacation and probably not be on Twitter. So <laughs> Wise. have that as you Wise. will. <laughs> and that will do it for 2021 and the GameSpot After Dark podcast. See you next year, everyone. Bye. Bye. Bye.